Yep. Okay. So this is uh, Windows 98. Uh, we have bonsai, a bonsai body there. I'm not sure if anyone remembers that. It was horrible. Anyway, let's get started. Uh, my name is Jaap. I work for a very cool company named Rubik, if you couldn't tell from the six times it's written on my shirt. Uh, I do technical marketing. Uh, I love technology, uh, mostly, mostly automation and specifically PowerShell. I'm also a PowerShell MVP, actually the last PowerShell MVP before they changed up the program and there were no more PowerShell MVPs. And today we're going to go into APIs and how we can, how we can use them to simplify the way we work and integrate it into, uh, into our workflow. So to start off, does anyone know what this is? Anyone? So this is the, the Xerox design for the, for the first GUI on a PC. I think this was from the, from the late 70s. And this is where a lot of other companies got their inspiration from. So GUIs are very nice, but there, there's a problem when we're using uh, a lot of GUIs. First of all, we have to use the mouse. So that means one hand is already off the keyboard. And if you want to type, you have to switch back. So you're switching back and forth. Uh, while you're, uh, while you're trying to get a job done. Oh, a solution to that is, if you don't want to switch between applications, well, you, you could just get more monitors, because more monitors is always good, right? But the, the same problem persists. Like, if you have a hi-fi system at home, you end up with seven remote controls. Every time you want to change one setting, you need to switch from one to the other. And this is something that uh, it's an expensive operation if you have to switch back and forth between um, uh, between one console to the other console. You manage something here, you manage something there. Then you need to go back to the first one. You made a mistake. It, you were supposed to be in the third one. So context switching is bad, and that's something we uh, we want to prevent. So before I go into uh, what we are going to, uh, how we are going to integrate. I'm going to tell a little bit about Rubrik, so you have the baseline of what we do as a product, and you understand where, where I'm coming from with, uh, with the demos I'm going to be showing in this session. So about Rubrik, uh, we do uh, backup and data management. And the idea behind Rubrik is that we simplify, uh, we simplify uh, your backup uh, your backup infrastructure. So right here we see there's a lot of different components, backup proxies, backup servers, uh, tape drives. We abstracted that away, we put it in a single software solution and we end up with getting rid of all this and we end up with a single a single box. Uh, from an API point of view, uh, what, what you need to know is uh, you can talk uh, you can talk to, to the Rubrik API, and it's completely uh, it's completely API driven. So everything you uh, I will show in the GUI, you can also do uh, using the command line, using the API. If you're familiar with Chrome Developer uh, Chrome Developer mode, if you press F12, you get a funky screen on the side. You might have hit it once when you try to maximize it. Um, uh, you can see all the API calls uh, going out uh, to Rubrik. So what this means is uh, it's very powerful, it's native. Uh, it's native because we are using the same APIs that we expose to our customers. And uh, it's extensible because we cannot put everything in a, a graphical user interface. So we, we, need, to, uh, we need to give our, uh, our customers the ability to, uh, to, uh, ability to consume our resources the way they want to. Um, 
what, what we end up with is everything can use our API. We are using our API in our GUI. PowerShell can, uh, we can use it with PowerShell. Well, PowerShell is my baby, so I always like to mention it. Uh, we have a module available, so you don't have to write your own API calls. You can use uh, VRO, uh, VRA, uh, you can use any console or shell. If you like the command prompt, you can use that. If you're a Linux guy, you can use, uh, you can use Bash. Uh, all the, um, all the um, uh, configuration management tools like Ansible, Puppet, Chef, Salt, uh, Terraform, it, we can integrate with that. Uh, the Python SDK service now. The idea is if you have an API, you can use it anywhere uh, and from any tool you, uh, you would like to use. Obviously, we are not the only ones that have this idea. VM, uh, VMware is also working on their own APIs and SDKs. So let's go take a look what we can do and how we can actually get to the, to the resilience part and to the, uh, to the high availability. So I took some screenshots of demos because uh, I like screenshots. So this is what the dashboard looks like when you get started with Rubik. This is a standard GUI interface. Uh, well, a pretty GUI interface. So let's go take a look. We'll drill, into, uh, we'll drill into my machine. So I look for my machine by typing it in. So then we have the interface here. Let's see if the laser pointer works. No, no laser pointer. So we can see here on the right, uh, we have the number of days. And on these days, we have uh, backups available. And our goal is now we want to restore this VM. Uh, and we want to, what we call, we want to live mount it. So we want to run it side by side directly from, uh, from Rubrik, and we can do that by clicking the, uh, clicking the backup date we want. So in this case, November 6th, because I want the backup from, I think that's yesterday, maybe it's today. Don't know what the date is today. Uh, and we can click mount, and the moment we click mount, we will live mount uh, this VM. And what will happen on the background is, uh, Rubrik exposes the, uh, exposes, uh, 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 expose the backup as storage to VMware, and VMware can use that to spin up the VM again. So you'll be running directly from the product and it will spin up immediately. So this is how we can do it from the GUI. So GUI is not very interesting, so let's go take a look what it looks like if we, uh, if we want to use the API for this. So if we want to use the API, there's a couple of ways we can do this. So we have uh, our API documentation all stored in uh, on our product. So if you can log into a Rubrik cluster, you can go into um, uh, we call it the API API playground, and it will show up all the API calls we have available. So in this case, I took a look at uh, the interface, and I wanted to uh, find out if my VM is present. So what I specify here is. I'm just doing a simple get request. I have the URL, so VMware, VM, and I specify which name I'm looking for. So I'm using Postman here. Uh, for those of you not familiar with Post, uh, Postman, Postman is uh, a tool that aids with development of APIs, testing APIs, and in general, uh, working with APIs. And we can see the first thing we run into, uh, we require authentication. So if we want to set up authentication, uh, I really hope I'm not going to show my password here. No, good. If we want to set up authentication, we have to go into the authentication tab, uh, author authorization tab. And when we're in there, we can, uh, we can enter our username and password, and we can 
talk to Rubik by directly using the API. So this is a bit, uh, this is a bit convoluted, so we want to make things easier. And as I mentioned, uh, when you have a tool that you like, if you have a hammer, then everything looks like a nail, right? So PowerShell is my hammer, so I'm going to show what we can do with PowerShell. So with the PowerShell module, what we did, we abstracted the API calls away, and we created PowerShell functions and commandlets uh, for that. So first thing uh, we need to do is we need to connect to uh, our environment. And that's, uh, that's the same URL as you would browse to uh, in the browser. And we need to specify the credentials. Uh, I've, because I didn't want to show my credentials here, I'm loading it from, uh, from file. So once we're connected, uh, we, can, uh, we can start firing off com commands against this, uh, against Rubik. So the first thing we do is we'll do get rubric VM. So we get the details from our uh, from our VMware VM, and we can see so a lot of uh, there's a lot of details in here. But we don't really have to care about that because what we want we want to know when is the last snapshot available. So the next thing is we do get rubric VM, and we pipe it into get rubric snapshot. So this is nice and easy because we have these functions created. So we can just pipe one function to the other. You can see we get a very big list here, not very useful. Let's go take a look which dates we have available. So we pipe it one further, we just select the dates we have available. You can now see, well, the first one was 9.30 this morning. Well, that was right before I started doing dumb stuff on my system or uh, before I made, uh, made a mistake. So let's go restore, uh, let's go restore this VM. So, what we do is we select uh, the first object, so we select the first snapshot, we can see the date, we can see some additional details. Uh, one to note is the SOA name, it's called Azure. Uh, what this means is uh, that we also, uh, we have set the retention uh, in Azure as well, so we can use uh, cheaper storage there. Cool, so we selected this one. Uh, now if we want to restore this VM, we want to get started with that, we just pipe it into the next command, and we can we can see uh, uh, how we how we work in PowerShell. We just pipe and pipe and pipe until we get the result we get. So now we have a single one-liner that we can execute from anywhere. As long as we are authenticated to uh, Rubik, we can uh, we can live mount and start this uh, start this VM. So to summarize, what we can do by using the API. Uh, in case of in case of Rubik, anything we can do in the graphical user interface, we can do uh, using the API. Uh, in case of other tools, if there's an API available, then it doesn't matter what kind of uh, what kind of tools or uh, what kind of interface your your vendor provides you with, whether it be VMware, whether it's Microsoft, whether it's AWS, you can consume it however you uh, however you please and using whatever tool set uh, you want. I can see that I get my one minute warning. So does anyone have any questions? OK. We, we cannot record the questions. But if you have any questions, I'll be right over there. Thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. No problem. Great job. Yeah, we, we can't.